What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Go to StephanieMiller.com to find out how. Hi, good morning, Ben Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. <laughs> you're wearing your Los Angeles hoodie for us. Hooray. Aw. <laughs> um, so, Glenn, where do we even start today? Dear God. So, uh, I, is Weisselberg flipping finally what i mean he obviously pleading guilty to perjury is this going to is this what's delaying the uh, angoran's settlement obviously us hearing what the what the um, fraud uh, bill is going to be yeah first of all not a chance um alan weisselberg is is flipping he really never has flipped that's why i always found it curious that alvin bragg brought him on board as a cooperating witness he was never really cooperating now i understand sometimes you have to use somebody like that as a prop yeah. to get to the the bigger criminal fish but you know he it looks like based on the reporting he is likely to strike a deal for having lied uh in the trial that was um being litigated before judge Angoran. um and it really is almost comical step because yeah. when you hear from some of the reporters that Alan Weisselberg talked to back in the day, he was like the point person on lying about the claim that Donald Trump's penthouse was 30,000 or 33,000 yeah. square feet when it was only 10,000. And then under oath at the trial, he said, oh, I, I didn't take any part of that. I had nothing to do with that. Fire. Well, sport, that's really an easy perjury to prove against you. But here's the thing now. Judge Ngoron has probably crafted his opinion, and if he relied on anything Alan Weisselberg said in yeah. reaching his findings against Donald Trump, he's going to have to account for the fact that maybe Weisselberg was lying to him. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that Ngoron may need to take a step back and rework his findings a little bit. Yeah, but it, it's in any case, worse for Trump. Ha ha. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's all I care about. Uh, so let's talk about, dear God, bombshells, uh, uh, one and all. An insider tipped the FBI off. Experts pounce on bombshell Mar-a-Lago report. This, you know, the FBI missed a couple of secret rooms. <laughs> um, talk to us about that for a minute. Yeah, so first of all, it's pretty unusual for the FBI to miss anything when they're executing a search warrant at any property. I know I worked with them for years. Doesn't mean Donald Trump, you know, didn't have some super secret squirrel room behind a bookcase somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to you got to pull the right statue down for the wall to open. So, you know, maybe <laughs> they missed something. And if they did, it's just more evidence of Donald Trump's intent to obstruct justice by never giving over the documents, not to the grand jury after they were subpoenaed, not to the National Archives after they were 
requested and not to the FBI as they were executing a search warrant trying to recover all the documents. None of this bodes particularly well for Trump. Yeah. What? So uh, let's talk about just since we're on uh, Mar-a-Lago. So uh, uh, your friend Andrew Weissman argued that uh, Eileen Cannon could gift Jack Smith an issue to appeal, depending on her actions, um, in terms of, you know, her dance that she has to do protecting national secrets. Uh, if she screws this up, to be blunt, this is the kind of issue I would imagine the government would take an appeal so that they could have the 11th Circuit hear it. Um, so that he just decide whether to share sensitive information with Trump's lawyers. That's something they could appeal prior to that going to the defense. Uh, another cause for a, a repeal, appeal would be if Cannon were to override the government's request for redactions to protect the integrity of the intelligence. I mean, ironic that this whole case is about them being sloppy with national security and, and national secrets. So what do you make of this? Yeah, the whole case also feels like Jack Smith not only has Trump and Walt Nauda and D. Oliveira, the co-defendants, as the adversary, but it feels more and more like he's got Judge Cannon as an adversary as well. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, rather than having to contend with bad ruling after bad ruling after bad ruling, I would hope if Jack Smith decides to appeal any of these issues that he would also throw in uh, a motion to recuse. Let the appellate court, the 11th Circuit, handle it. Let them sort it out. And then we live with the results. Either Judge Cannon, you know, should remove herself from the case or she shouldn't remove herself from the case. But if we never litigate the issue, we'll never win that issue. So I hope Jack Smith is still thinking about whether there's a basis to move to kick her off the case. Yeah, okay. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, netsuite.com slash Miller. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. Um, this is a new legal term I hadn't heard as well from Andrew Weissman, uh, snap-a-doodle. <laughs> he said, hey, uh, D.C. Circuit Trump panel, snap-a-doodle. You really are making the judiciary look bad at this point, letting it down after so promisingly agreeing to expedite the briefing and argument schedule. I keep saying, Glenn, you know, delay, Donald Trump's best friend, like <laughs> anyone that helps him delay is exactly what he's looking for. What? So what do you think? I mean... 
I read two good news things about this as well. One headline, Trump's immunity appeal is slowed because judges are making his loss bulletproof, according to one expert, and Anton Scalia yeah. may help disqualify Trump from beyond the grave. So that's a happy headline. But <laughs> talk to us about yeah, this and, whole... and be, Being a, a Jersey guy, you know, and first of all, Andrew is far more diplomatic than me. I wouldn't have gone with, hey, hurry the snap-a-doodle up. I would have chosen another word. <laughs> yeah. But still, uh, here's the thing. Uh, uh, it's only been a few weeks, and I know we've waited yeah. an eternity for justice to come for Donald Trump. So I understand the frustration. I feel the frustration. But, you know, give the appellate court time to issue what will be perhaps the single most scrutinized appellate court opinion in our nation's history. And here's the other thing, Steph. Yes, they are wrestling with the exact language of the opinion with respect to the fact that Donald Trump has no absolute presidential immunity. But remember, there's a second issue that they're wrestling with, and that is, did Donald Trump have a right to appeal this in the first place? The answer is no, strictly speaking. Yeah. But if they say no, that no needs to be bulletproof too, because what does that mean? It means it doesn't go to the Supreme Court. We don't keep the trial on hold. It means the trial okay. begins barreling forward again. So they have a lot of legal issues that they're wrestling with. They want to get it right. Let's give them another okay. week and so, then, you know, let's readdress. So that's what I'm reading. I think what I'm hearing you say is that if they are unanimous that he does not have the immunity, then it's bulletproof when it goes to the Supreme Court. Um, so the release of the appeals court decision uh, could be they could be trying to get a unanimous decision. One another expert saying based on the oral argument, they all seem to be in agreement um, you know, where Trump said, yeah, I can send SEAL Team 6 to assassinate my, uh, you know, they'll probably try to get to a 3-0 opinion and bulletproof that. So, but what does that mean legally, bulletproof? It means the Supreme Court won't take it at all? or yeah, bu Bulletproof is actually kind of a meaningless term. It means they want the legal reasoning. They want the cases that they cite as support for their decision to be the strongest arguments possible so there's no little crack in their legal reasoning that the Supreme Court could jump into and break it apart. That's all that bulletproof means. But let me touch on the SEAL Team 6 thing. I was in court when this argument was made. Yeah. You know, I was also active duty Army for six and a half years. And here's the thing, Steph. When Trump's lawyer said, you're darn right Donald Trump could order SEAL Team 6 to kill his political opponent and he couldn't be prosecuted with one little qualification. You know what? SEAL Team 6 wouldn't do that. Here's why. We are taught not only that you must obey a lawful order, but that you absolutely must disobey an unlawful order. That would be an unlawful order. And here's the irony. Donald Trump would be fine with telling some military members to go kill an opponent and the military members could be prosecuted. And Donald Trump believes he couldn't be for delivering that unlawful order. That's an obscenity that is, you know, reason number eight million why yeah. Donald Trump cannot possibly go anywhere near the reins of presidential power again. So the other Supreme Court thing, the, you know, Scalia headline, uh, Trump's opponents are turning to a surprising source to make their case for keeping him off the ballot. This is the 14th Amendment. Uh, yeah. Liberal groups are citing a 2014 concurring opinion from Scalia uh, as evidence the 14th Amendment insurrectionist clause applies to former presidents. Invoking Scalia is kind of an attempt to cite some moral authority for one of the court's great originalists. They're not just citing anyone. Um, Trump, of course, has argued that presidents are not officers of the United States, which I'm not a lawyer, but I think that sounds absurd. <laughs> so 
Yeah. What What do you? Th- I, I mean, I I'm wondering, you know, because I know everyone at first is like, oh, that's not going to happen. But I I'm feeling like you tweeted about some of this, the the Fourteenth Amendment stuff. I'm not sure that that this is not going to work in some cases. I'm with you, Steph. I am not in the camp that says the Supreme Court is going to find an off ramp and they're going to find a way to leave him on the ballot. You know, 51 percent of me says I don't think they're going to find a way to leave him on the ballot. Here's the thing. They can engage in legal reasoning and reach any conclusion they want. Right. They can play all the games they want and say either we rule that he's disqualified or we rule that he's not quite disqualified for some reason or another. But what I believe motivates the right wing block of the Supreme Court is self-preservation. They want to remain above the executive branch, above the president. And they know if they do anything to facilitate Donald Trump's return to the Oval Office, he's already announced he's going to be a dictator on day one. And a dictator has absolutely no use for a Supreme Court court so they're thinking that in the back of their heads if not in their front of their heads Mm -hmm. i have a feeling they will find a way to say you know what this really is a state's rights issue this really is an original construction and textual issue yeah and he's disqualified i think that yeah is well the more likely result yeah and i mean obviously judge ludig among other conservative scholars are going to the Supreme Court. You pointed to a Republican judge in Illinois finds Trump engaged in insurrection and is disqualified under the 14th Amendment. Um, he he ultimately finds a higher court, not the Electoral Board, must decide this. First Republican judge in the nation to is, issue such a finding. So you said that's another important development on the Trump disqualification front. Yeah, now that retired uh, Republican judge who concluded, as a matter of fact, Donald Trump engaged in insurrection just like the main secretary of state concluded, just like the courts of uh, Colorado concluded. He also said, but the mechanism here in Illinois probably doesn't allow us to keep him off the ballot just based on my decision. But, you know, person after person who looks at the evidence has said, of course, Donald Trump engaged in, incited and gave aid and comfort to an insurrection. And I don't know how the Supreme Court would be comfortable finding a way to say, yes, even though he clearly engaged in insurrection, we're going to ignore the 14th Amendment and let him run for president again. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
So you also, uh, as you say every week, you, our, our institutions of government have decided to sacrifice everyone's safety, witnesses, judges, court staff, prosecutors, their families, and jurors to Trump's dangerous behavior rather than holding Trump accountable as the law provides by detaining him pending trial. The latest story, of course, we heard is Fonnie Willis having to have a body double in body armor, <laughs> dresses her and leave the courtroom by a different, you know, entrance. Um, I was happy to see she said she has no intention of stepping aside in the uh, in the uh, Georgia case. She is concerned her departure could effectively end the case. It's there. It's being reported she still doesn't have a scheduled trial date, and she's aware that changing prosecutors could delay the proceeding at the very least or end it altogether. There's a February 15th hearing on this. I mean, this is another one. We have it on tape. Right. I mean, it just this is what's so frustrating on the justice front. Right. You have a Judge Cannon in a slam dunk documents case and then all this effery going on with Fonnie Willis. What, what is your uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, I, I don't think she should step aside. There's no reason to. I think she's a justice warrior. I think she will continue to soldier forward on the case. But you're right. Every case is so strong. Once any of these cases, you know, make their way into court. He will be convicted so fast it will make his head spin, just like he has lost every single civil case, right? He, once he's in court, Steph, he can't hide behind the lies and he can't run from the evidence. And he's held accountable in court after court after court. But the institutions of government are not strong. And it made my head explode when I saw Judge Kaplan tell the jurors in the second E.G. and Carroll defamation case, listen, listen. Don't tell anybody yeah. you were on this jury. Don't tell yeah. anybody you performed this incredibly important civic duty. You have to hide it from everybody because, you know, Donald Trump might endanger your lives. I understand Judge yeah. Kaplan was trying to protect the jurors, but this is a system turned on its head. When everybody else has to adjust their behavior instead of addressing the source mm-hmm. of the danger yeah. and sticking his butt in pretrial detention yeah. where he belongs neutralize the threat the way the law allows that's what we should be doing to donald trump this is a system turned on its head yeah and every delay is is you know like you said that uh, uh, this development is unwelcome as it is surprising the whole immunity you know ruling uh you said the washington dc federal court no longer lists usa versus trump uh, on the calendar for march 4th so we're still racing the clock before the election right And we're losing the race. We haven't lost it yet. I still believe one of the criminal prosecutions will um, will play out before the November election. And it needs to because, you know, we need to know whether Trump supporters need to know whether they're voting for a convicted felon or a fully exonerated man. And we all know the answer to that question. We we just need a jury to tell us. Yeah, the the, the reporting is Trump is bracing to be the first convicted felon to run president in history. I'm like, the the question is, are we are we okay as a country? Um, Quickly, um, the new conspiracy theory is Alita Haba is a deep deep state plant. Uh, And I assume you were behind that. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. You know, it, it was okay unsurprising when you saw Donald Trump post, I'm looking for new appellate lawyers <laughs> so after surprising. Elena Haba. <laughs> Listen, Joey, Joey, forget about it. Takapina looks like a genius now because he only lost $5 million for Trump. <laughs> Alina Haba lost $83 million <laughs> Hold my beer. for Trump. You know what? I'd be looking for a new lawyer, too. <laughs> All right. Love you, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. See you next week. Love you, Steph. <laughs> See you, guys. Mwah.